Blog Talk Radio. Radio Show. I'm Marie Hewitt. I'm so happy you're spending a little of your Sunday morning with us. Have you ever wondered about how pets and cars fare in the event of a traffic accident? We put kids in car seats and we use seat belts for everyone else except pets. Well, today, Christina Selter from Bark Buckle Up will be talking about some great ideas to keep our special companions safe. Then later, Jim Wessling from Canine Calmer will be stopping by to tell us all the details about a new product that will actually stop dogs from barking incessantly. I can't wait to hear about this one, but we need to take a very fast break, so stay tuned. We'll be back momentarily with some very interesting information here on the Pet Place Radio Show on AM 1260 and 540. Welcome back. You're listening to the Pet Place Radio Show on AM 1260 and 540. I'm Marie Hewitt, and I'd like to welcome to the show Christina Selter from Bark Buckle Up. Good morning, Christina. Thanks for joining us. Good morning. Thank you. Okay, so Bark Buckle Up, what is this all about? <laughs> well, Bark Buckle Up is actually a, a education program that's been traveling the nation teaching and promoting pet safety in and around vehicles. Nobody thinks about it, but a pet flying through the vehicle can injure your passengers, the driver, and what we focus on is the protection of our first responders. Okay. Wow. Now, how did you get started in all of this? Well, of course, being a pet parent uh, all these years, and thank you to my mother because, of course, she tolerated all the different pets through my childhood. Uh But basically, we were driving to the tide pools down in San Diego, California, when somebody screeched across red light, we hit our brakes, and one of our pets fell off the back seat. She wasn't injured. But she did not want to sit on that back seat, so we started investigating and bringing products and talking with uh, different people that we know that are first responders and working with them and trying to locate good, solid products that can keep the pet safe and everybody else. Okay. Now, I've seen dogs cross-tied in the backs of uh, trucks, but somehow that doesn't seem that safe to me, especially if you were in a serious accident. Um, What do you suggest? Well, actually, uh, the back of the pickup is not safe. The animals do not survive. There are several states, including Maryland, that have pending legislation to outlaw pets in the back of the pickups. Now, Maryland is actually a very high rate of hunting dogs, and the hunting people are behind the legislation because they spend a lot of money on training, Mm -hmm. travel, and so forth with these pets that they don't want to lose them in an accident. And then, of course, NHTSA has a big focus this year in Oklahoma and Texas trying to convince people to be more careful in pickups because they have the highest rate of rollovers in those states, which a pet would never survive the back of a pickup in a rollover. You know, I've seen a lot of people, too, just carry their dogs, even though it's against the law, you know, without any kind of restraint in the backs of pickups. And I worked for many years for Orange County Animal Control and responded to a lot of uh, situations where the dogs jumped out because they saw something that was exciting to them and then they ended up getting broken bones and worse and or sometimes just making a sharp turn even at a slow rate of speed would toss them right out of the back and nobody would think about that which amazes me you've got this dog who's walking around back and forth all excited and 
and not even remotely restrained. And I, I'm glad to see somebody's taken up their cause. <laughs> Thank you. It's the pet's cause and the passenger and driver. But our focus, as you know, uh, we're traveling the U.S. this year doing press conferences with first responders okay. because people just don't think about it. We get emails all the time. Sometimes they're not very friendly. No. Um, but basically people don't understand the reasons behind securing your pet. It's the same as securing yourself, your child, or even luggage in the vehicle. It sure. can become a projectile and either injure or kill someone, mm -hmm. or the pet could, as you say, jump out a car window or be launched through the vehicle through a windshield. Mm -hmm. These are expensive vet bills if the pet survives. Right. So it hurts your wallet, too. Mm-hmm. It's just best to secure them. Well, yeah, and they're your best friends. You should be securing them. I have a, I have no argument with that. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> now, now, how do you secure a pet in a vehicle? I mean, you can't just put them in a seat belt. So, so what do you do? Exactly. There are actually a ton of products out there. Of course, on our website, we actually bring products in, investigate them, test them with all different kinds of pets, small pets like rabbits, dogs, cats, birds. All animals need to be secured during travel. So there's car seats that are made specifically for a small animal like a small dog or cat or a hamster or okay. rabbit. There a are hamster. <laughs> <laughs> hamster. People do go on vacations. A lot of people travel in RVs. Uh -huh. And with the economy, people are not flying as much, so they're driving more. Okay. So you need to look at these products. Um, cats don't do as well in harnesses as the dogs do. Dogs love the harnesses. They work right with the human safety belt. They're, a lot of them have been tested. One in particular has been crash tested, which we're hoping that we can move the industry into that standard, just like child safety seats okay. moved into full regulations and, and very good products. Well, how do you get an animal like a cat or a rabbit or a guinea pig to tolerate being restrained, especially for a long trip if you're taking them on vacation? The big dogs like the harnesses, but for your small pets, especially cats, they don't like the harnesses as much. Or at least mm -hmm. our cat does not. Uh -huh. They like the kennels or the carriers. They're soft and there's metal, and then, the, of course, there's fiberglass or plastic kennels. But you don't just put them in this box-type environment and put it in the vehicle. You also need to tether those objects in the vehicle. So if in the back of an SUV or station wagon, you would use tethers to the D-rings. In the back seat, you could possibly use the human safety belt or, again, tethers. That box or kennel can fly also through the vehicle, sure. causing injury. Mm -hmm. So you want to secure everything in the vehicle to protect your passengers and driver and, again, our first responders because they get bit mm -hmm. or when they open the door, the pet runs out, causes a second accident. Now everybody's more upset. You've got a fatality and mm -hmm. an, another driver that's upset. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's just better to secure them. Let me ask you something about using uh, a carrier for a cat or even for a dog or, or for a bird or you name it. Um, you you want to have one that's fairly small, not one that they can really move around in a lot. Otherwise, they're going to have the same problems as getting thrown around in a vehicle. Is that correct? Exactly. For a small pet, you would use a small carrier. You wouldn't want to put them in a huge one. Now, they do need to be able to move around. Mm -hmm. Just like the products that are airline approved, you can go straight from your vehicle right onto the airplane, and it goes right under your seat for the small critters. Okay. For the larger dogs, they, of course, go in cargo, and they have bigger kennels for bigger dogs. Are they padded inside, though, to help withstand um, the impacts that the poor little guys would be going through if you had an accident? Exactly. There are a few on our website that we've inspected and approved, and they are padded on the inside. They're okay. a soft carrier. The bigger kennels, we have not found one that is padded, the okay. metal or the fiberglass. We haven't found one padded, but that would be a great product. Okay. <laughs> wow. So who do we write to to start encouraging people to make some more uh, secure and safe and comfortable carriers? 
basically you can go online, you can go to our website, you can search online pet safety products, pet mm -hmm. travel products, and start writing the companies that actually manufacture these products and ask them to either make additional products that might be useful for you and probably for a lot of other people, mm -hmm. or even ask them to improve their products. That's okay. Bark Buckle Up tests the products and we give feedback to the manufacturers. So I'm guessing your your website is BarkBuckleUp.com? It is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we should probably get the spelling just in case you have some unusual tricks in that. It's Bark, B-A-R-K, Buckle, B-U-C-K-L-E, Up, U-P dot com. And no spaces or underscores or anything like nope. that? Nope. All one word. Excellent. Wow. Now, you've, you've probably, no doubt, um, seen some terrible statistics. Can you spout a few out so people realize that this isn't just a little trivial thing that we're talking about today? Well, actually, Bark Buckle Up went ahead and did a statistic last year. We're getting ready to do it again. We requested the documentation, the paperwork, for Department of Transportation through Berkeley here in California. And basically, this is a, a stack of paperwork that police actually use to calculate how many people are wearing their seat belts. All we did was take it, change it a little bit, and uh, put it to pets, how many pets are traveling, not just buckled, but are they buckled correctly. Okay. And we came out with... 98% of pets that were traveling where we did the statistic uh, testing were not secured correctly. Some had a seat belt on them or their leash hooked to a, a uh, seat, but that's really not going to keep them from flying through the vehicle. Sure. We're getting ready to do that statistic again, and we'll get you the facts on that one. Okay. And how about uh, injuries and fatalities? Do you have anything? You know, we went. To, we just did a press conference with uh, Southern California, uh, Orange County Fire Authority, Orange County Sheriffs, and Orange County Highway Patrol. And Highway Patrol let us know that there were several hundred accidents that they had actually had the data on that were pet-related. Either the okay. accident was caused by driver distraction or the pet was injured. Now, none of the agencies are actually collecting that data, okay. so we created the Bark Buckle Up Stat Tracker, and basically agencies can put the information in there so that by the end of a year's time, we can give the information back and they can look at it more accurately on what they can do to help us improve traveling safe with our pets, which protects them, mm -hmm. and of course, that's the goal, make their job easier and safer. Okay. So well, there are statistics good. out there. So so you're you're just kind of getting the wheels in motion right now then. Exactly. And, okay. and actually another thing that kicked this off is the hotel industry and travel mm -hmm. industry. Pet-friendly hotels and resorts went up 300% from 05 to 07. Now that's from the APPMA, mm -hmm. and that's a very clear statistic that it's a trickle effect. If you're traveling with them more often and there's more friendly pet places, Sure. How are you getting from A to B? Are you mm -hmm. doing it safely, just like you do with your children? Right. And I do think more and more people are traveling with their pets. We had um, a guest on a few weeks back from the Hilton Hotels, and they've created this whole big uh, suite for dogs, you know, for people who are traveling with their pets. And, and it's, uh, it's quite an amazing thing because people realize that pets are an important part of the family, and so they need to be accommodated. And now, you know, what we realize is that pets need to be taken care of in the vehicle, on the way, just like kids, just like passengers, everybody. Exactly. Places like the Hilton. Mm -hmm. They've taken this big step to include the family pet and make mm -hmm. it not just pet friendly, but their hotels are safe for pets. Mm -hmm. There's places for them to use facilities. Sure. And then, of course, uh, I know that they have a great package where they bring you the bowl and the little blankie and all yeah. that stuff. So it makes the pet more comfortable away from home, which makes it a better vacation for the whole family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Well, we need to uh, get your website out. We're just about out of time, but please let's tell everybody one more time how to find out more information about what you're doing. They can visit our website, BarkBuckleUp.com. There's a contact page, but there's a lot of information on there for people to read and learn about different products that are available. Okay, and then also where they could get those products and price ranges and all that good stuff. Exactly. The links on the website from the products page go right to the manufacturer, so you get the information straight from the manufacturer. Oh, fantastic. Thank you so much, Christina, for coming down. I know you had a long drive up here to the radio station today, but I think this was really important. Thank you very much. I'm glad you made it. We need to take a quick station break, but don't go away. We'll be right back on the Pet Place Radio Show here on KGIL AM 1260 and 540. Welcome back to the Pet Place Radio Show. Joining me now is Jim Wessling from Canine Calmer. Good morning, Jim. Thanks for being on the show today. Good morning, Marie. Now, you have a pretty unusual product. It's called Canine Calmer, and I'd like you to tell our, our listeners what exactly this is. The Canine Calmer was uh, was developed uh, by a veterinarian and a, an annual animal behavioral uh, uh, gentleman in the state of Florida. We bought the, the rights to the unit from him. What it does, it plays a, a uh, song, basically, an algorithm song for the dog, and it, it helps... It helps calm the uh, separation anxiety barking that that dogs have when uh, when you leave the house. Oh, so it's sort of like a a radio then, or a CD it's ba- player. It's it's similar to a radio, but only the dogs can hear it. It's ultrasonic. Oh, so it's music that only dogs can hear. Yes, exactly. Wow, and and they truly react to it. It it takes a little time. When it when it first starts playing, they may be a little irritated because it's something new to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in a very short amount of time, it it uh, it's kind of like if you and I were to hear a song from from when we were younger, mm-hmm. and it brings back good memories. Uh, this algorithm was designed to do that for dogs. Well, what does it? What is the music? Is it like classical music? No, it's 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 a it's an algorithm that um, it's it's a it's basically it's a siren song of irresistible ultrasonic harmonics that lures a dog attention a dog's attention away from anxiety causing stimuli. Okay. And uh, when when applied in a systematic pattern, it makes the tranquil behavior a permanent part of the dog's life. Wow. Now, now, how did somebody figure out that this would work? Uh, you know, I don't know. Uh, there, there was, like I said, there was a veterinarian in Florida mm-hmm. that uh, uh, was contacted by this uh, this dog trainer, behavioral uh, uh, trainer, mm-hmm. and uh, they knew there was a problem uh, similar to when you when your neighbor pulls out of his driveway in the morning and the dog starts barking and barks until the neighbor pulls back in at night. Oh yeah, I have a neighbor's dog like that. Right, and and, and, <laughs> the and I do. Lives behind me. And I do, I do as well. The the beauty of this uh, of the canine calmer is that it is not only effective in your house. You know, uh, if, when when dogs are left in an apartment or in your house uh, when you're at work during the day, when they're kept inside, the separation anxiety will, will cause them to scratch on the door or chew on the furniture or even defecate or urinate in the house. And uh, th- th- this this is not because they're angry, but it's because that they are they are irritated and upset, and uh, uh, and they're actually frightened. And they don't understand why their pack members 
are gone and they're stuck there and they have no way of joining them again. That's right, that's right. And the canine calmer, when, when used in the house for your dog, has the same effect as it will for your neighbor's dog. It has a range uh, outside of about 100 yards. Oh, so I could plug it in maybe to one of my outdoor outlets? And Absolutely. it'll affect my neighbor's dogs? Yes, yes, very definitely. It, wow. It, it, uh, uh, it, it is weatherproof. It is not waterproof. Oh, okay. Uh, it, it'll withstand normal normal rain and, and whatever, but to, to spray it with a hose or something like that or have it where the sprinklers would hit it all the time, it it would damage the unit in time. But but normal weather, it's, it is weatherproof and can be used outside. Yeah. Now, have you tried this product yourself? Yes. I, in fact, I have the, the neighbor dog like uh like you just mentioned, that mm-hmm. uh, when she pulls out, she works for one of the health care agencies, and she goes to work very early in the morning, and the dog starts barking almost immediately. And uh, I, uh, I I hung this under the eave of my house, facing in the general direction of her house, mm-hmm. and uh, the, the dogs, it, it, it takes a day or so for them to recognize what it is and, and to settle down, but, but it 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 definitely works. And if you check our website, you'll see some testimonials there of people that... Uh, um, that, I, that have tried it. I wonder what it is about the sound that has that calming effect. That's just so interesting. Uh, you know, what what the what the inventors told us it um, it, uh, it, it it's hard to explain uh, why it does what it does, but but it just brings them back to a calmer place. As I said before, it's kind of similar to. You and I hearing a song from our youth, and it brings back those pleasant memories. The one thing about the unit, it, it's it's set to, and then when you first use it, it will play the song for one hour, and then it's off for an hour. And it'll do that for a 24-hour period. Okay. And then at the end of 24 hours, it kicks itself down to what we call the eight mode, which means it plays eight times a day, on for one, off for two. Mm-hmm. You can, uh, you know... It, just like your favorite song or music, you can decrease the pleasure of it by overplaying it. Sure. Uh-huh. And, and the Canine Calmer has four different settings. It'll help. Uh, it'll avoid wearing out the dog's favorite sound. Does the Does the dog start barking again though once it goes off? Not really. They, you know, I mean, it 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 keeps them in in that in that frame of mind that uh, that you know the the, the barking stops. It, it just changes their whole attitude. Is what it does. Wow. Now, tell me a little bit more about the product. Where can somebody get Canine Calmer if they were interested in getting it and trying it out? Um, there, I, I have two or three online retailers that sell it on the Internet, or they can go to Canine Calmer, that's K and the number 9, and then Calmer spelled with a K. And uh, the information is there on the website, and our phone number or our fax number can either be ordered by phone or by fax directly from our office here in Irvine. Wow. So if, so if you have a neighbor who has a dog who's barking and you've tried talking to them and, and they're not doing anything, you could probably get one of these for yourself, plug it in, and, and see if it'll help. Right. And, and, <laughs> but you, you, won't, you won't notice instant results. Okay. It, it takes a little time. But it's, um, um, you know, it, it's not like the shock collars that shock them or, or the barker breaker they're called that hurt their ears mm-hmm. or, the, or the sprays. Uh, which don't work, by the way, and they're not very humane uh, no. for the dog. Mm-hmm. This, this is very humane. It's it's uh, it's just a, it's it's a pleasant, calming, um, relaxing sound that they hear, and yet you and I don't. Now, has Canine Calmer, the the company, created a soundtrack that 
a human being can listen to so they can get an idea of what their dogs are hearing? Not really. It's, it's an algorithm. The, the, when, the, when we had the unit manufactured, they sent me a test unit here that I can verify the, the, uh, um, that, that the units are working. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I watch the needle, and that's about the only way I can determine what it's doing. But the needle will jump and jump, and then it'll, it'll just vibrate very slightly on, on, the test, uh, on the test unit. And then the needle will jump again back and forth. It's, 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 a, it's a very, very proprietary, unique... Uh, algorithmic sounds that that are pleasing to dogs, and that's the best way I can explain it. Okay. Now, can I ask you approximately what's the price range for these? They retail for seventy nine ninety five okay. plus shipping and handling, which is eight ninety five. And we ship from Irvine, so anyone here in the Southern California area, uh, they, they would have the unit within a couple of days. Oh, wow. That's wonderful. So this is another uh, good holiday gift uh, idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you'd be giving a gift to all of your other neighbors, too, who have to uh, suffer through right. constant barking, too, if you if you get one yourself. <laughs> right. The, the, the one thing about this, it will not stop a dog from barking from, from normal stimuli. For okay. example, if somebody's trying to break in, or even if kids are banging up against the fence, the dog is going to bark, uh, you know, for that reason. Okay, it's just going to deal with the separation, separation anxiety, anxiety type of barking. Yes. That that just becomes a habit rather than anything else. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Wow. How long did it take to develop this product? Do you know? Well, it was it was actually the beta units were made in Florida and they were tested down there for probably two years. It took us another two years to get the unit made in the casing and the design that we wanted mm-hmm. and then we had to get the, the the sound chip from from florida over to china and the unit is made in china and uh, it took them quite a while to be able to reproduce that sound on their uh, integrated circuit chip that's in the unit okay so probably in total in total uh, uh design and engineering and production time we're probably about four years oh wow and how long will a unit last? Do you they figure? should la- they should last indefinitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- th- there's no reason that, that they wouldn't, and unless, like I say, it happens to get really totally soaked with water, that would be the only thing that could that could hurt it. Now, eventually, after a dog becomes quiet, um, can you start phasing it out? Yes, there's actually four settings on the unit. There's a what we call twelve, eight, four, and two, and um, uh, as you. The first, when you first turn the unit on, it goes to automatically to the 12 setting, and like I say, it plays then for an hour, and it's off for, for one, and on for one, and off for one. Then it automatically, at the end of that day, it'll kick down to the 8 mode, which means it's on for one, and off for two hours. Mm-hmm. And then if you notice that the dog is very quiet and no complaints from the neighbors anymore, you can move it actually on down to the 6 setting, I'm sorry, and the other one's the 4 setting, mm-hmm. uh, which, which means then that it plays one hour and it's off for three or one hour and it's off for five. Oh, okay. So, but, and, and if, you, if you notice then that maybe the dog is barking again, then just bring it back up to the 12 mode for one more day and, and, and let it go from there. And then eventually once you see that the dog has learned how to just remain calm on its own, you could probably just bring it back in and then just use it as well, needed. Yeah, you use it as needed or just leave it on on that four mode, which means it only plays it about four times a day. But it's, it's nice for the dog, and then the dog will appreciate it. Okay. And and you said it has different musical pieces that it plays. It's not just the same one. Right. It, it, it's not like a solid tone, but but it plays, it plays the same one-hour 
segment, so to speak, uh, over and over again. Okay. I wonder if it reminds a dog of maybe the howling type of communication that wolves do out in the wild. I I don't believe so. I I, I think it's more of a tranquil sound that, that just, you know, takes them back to a their puppy days. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wow, I wish I knew the scientific reason about how this all works because it really does sound fascinating to me. Yeah, well, it's, it, as I say, it, it is a, uh, it is a, uh, uh, I'm trying to think of the way they, they, they uh, explained it to me, but it's a prioritized uh, uh, algorithm that, that is only beneficial to dogs, you know. Okay. Well, I'd love to try this product out, and I'm sure a lot of listeners would, too. So one more time, what's your website really fast? The initial K, the number 9, calmer than K-A-L-M-E-R dot com. K-A-L-M-E-R.com. We need to take one last break, but we'll be right back here on the Pet Place Radio Show on AM 1260 and 540. Don't go away. We're back on the Pet Place Radio Show, and it's time for a little Pet Place news. The Benny Bench has asked me to pass on the information again about their 2009 Benny Bench Calendar. Proceeds from the sales help the Benny Bench care for foster bennies at the borough and in foster homes. This includes spaying and neutering and medical costs as well as room and board. By purchasing this very cute calendar, you'll help them be able to continue the wonderful rescue work they do for rabbits all over Southern California. Each of the rabbits in this calendar has their own rescue story, all with a happy ending. Go to BennyBunch.org to order online or call to see which adoption locations have some. Also, I encourage you to check out Pet Place website at PetPlace.org to find out more Pet Place news. And once there, click on the contact link and say hello or give us some suggestions for topics you'd like to hear on the show. That's all for me today. Remember, pets need love and a home, too. We'll be back next weekend here on AM 1260 and 540. I'm Marie Hewlett. Please stay or new to your pets and have a wonderful day. Thank you.